back to Chirot's life. Toby McKinnon and Paul Sebastiani uh, is with you, are with you, is with you, are with you. Both. Both. <laughs> uh, we're joined now by Billy Neely. Billy, how are you, mate, and whereabouts are you today? G'day. I'm on my way, obviously, to Shep, but um, just around Gundagai at the moment. Pulled over so I could have a chat. Ah, very good, mate. Now, tell us, what's your background in harness racing? It's a name that... It's not exactly Hancock or one of the big names that we're used to now, Grimson or Forrest, for example. Oh, Forrest, geez, he's definitely threw that one in. I know Grant. But um, no, long story, but I'll keep it short. Grew up, you know, into really a harness racing family. Dad, um, I'm from Yarrawonga, Victoria, so I'm a fellow yeah. Victorian. Still count myself as one. But Dad um, had harness racing horses his whole life, so... He moved to Yarra um, in his 40s yeah. and um, had horses there, but obviously trained them previously in Queensland and Tamworth. And, yeah, he was a local farrier. So, yeah, it was, I suppose, in the blood like a lot of harness racing people. And then um, moved away from Yarrawonga once I finished school and football was sort of my main sort of sport. So yeah. it took over and horses are always hard to, to keep going. And But we've always, you know, the plan to get back into them because yeah really yeah love love harness racing and horses but before we get to the footy did your dad train at the public track at Yarrawonga yeah Yarrawonga it was about 200 meters from home so it was pretty handy once we yeah. once we moved into there but yeah so there's still a little bit of it there's a school there now but yeah that's right. a bit of the track yeah yeah that's right I've been to have a look mate I've I'm just a harness nuffy, let's face it so uh yeah I went to have a look there a couple of years ago when I was driving through now Tell, yep. tell us about the footy career. The, the only thing I know about Glenelg is it's Glenelg backwards, but uh, you went to Glenelg, you won a couple of BNFs there. <laughs> yeah, I did go over there in the early 20s. Um, so, yeah, played off at Yarrawonga as a young fella and my whaler junior footy and then went to Canberra um, for a little bit and then, yeah, went over to Adelaide and played at Glenelg when David Noble went there to coach and, yeah, had a, had a really good time, enjoyed it. It was very professional and one of those could have been stories, but um, yeah, yeah, no, I loved loved my time there. So yeah, it was a it was a good environment. Billy, um, Paul Sebastiani here. Uh, thanks for joining us on Trot's Life. Uh, what's what's sort of your uh, what's your vision for for your stable? Do you plan on sort of expanding as quickly as possible, or are you gonna just keep it tight knit for for the time being? Yeah, I sort of think twelve to twenty four months to get a couple of young ones. I've strategically bought. The types of horses I have, I only got officially got my training license um, mid this year. So, mm-hmm. um, but I've been obviously helping out one of the local trainers, Michael Hawke, for you know three and a half years prior. While I was once we'd moved back to Canberra from Adelaide, so mm-hmm. been doing it for a while. But yeah, I think honing the craft with those type of horses and collectively buying the going ones um, to work on work on that, and then yeah, look to go to the sales and buy some some young ones and, and better stock, but quite like the, the challenge of getting those, these type of horses. And this is probably the third one I've, I've had um, this year, you know, getting them back to some of their old form. And like I said, um, just honing your craft, like anything, it's, um, it's not exactly like getting back on a bike. So yeah, but I quite enjoy the training side of it. Did you find, and, and I think we, we see this a lot that Aussie rules and, and racing circles are so, you know, so tightly yeah. um, connected. Did you find that y- your network with Aussie Rules helped in any way with um, your venture into harness racing? 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's even when I went to Canberra, there was a connection with the football club at Ainsley. Um, when I played there for a bit with Michael Hawke and when I was in Adelaide, George Smith, who's a local trainer in Adelaide, yeah. there was a connection there with Glenelg and his brother, Jimmy Smith, who was a Gallops trainer. So definitely have. Um, and yeah, there's, you know, certainly uniquely different, but there's a lot of similarities in terms of, you know, the science and training side of things. And but yeah. yeah, definitely the networks um, and definitely get some owners down the track. Surely I'll um, give a few of my friends a nudge from the football days. Um, I'm going to go to the sales, but yeah, definitely found that connection for sure. And, and as far as, did you coach footy at some stages? I'm sure you must yeah, have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When I sort of finished, um, I suppose, I was playing coach over in Adelaide where I went out to Encounter Bay. Yeah. Which is about 45 minutes down track. And they've got a beautiful track, Victor Harbour, actually. Down yeah, there. yeah. But, um, so there was a connection there as well. But, um, yeah, playing coach down there and, yeah, same thing. Football and country football is great environment. We won a premiership and got some good ex-AFL players down there to help us out. And, um, yeah, um, so, yeah, enjoyed the coaching side. Well, how does it compare coaching AFL footballs to training horses? I know it sounds like a ridiculous <laughs> question, but I would have thought that if Grant Forrest played for you at any stage, you've probably got, you've probably got horses there a bit cleverer than some of your footballers. <laughs> well, well, that's it. For one, they don't talk back, which is a bonus. Yeah, um, correct. And you, but it, it is, you know, when you look at energy systems and all those things yeah. that make up, and athletes, you know, they're all different and individual and you need to train them that way. There is that crossover and heart rate training, lactate systems. So I find that interesting. There's definitely that crossover, no doubt. And every horse person will tell you, you know, you, science, you know, there's an art and science to, to training. And certainly the old school horse people will, will say it's more art than science, but, um, yeah, I think when you grow up with them, you sort of you observe them and, and learn those sort of little things that you pick up when you train them to back off or, or some that need more, et cetera. So definitely there is some crossover and similarities. And as we know, in, in both codes, there's certainly more of a science coming into it to, to measure things. Um, if you don't measure it, you can't improve it. It's sort of a yeah. pretty well-versed saying. So you got Trioli, one of these sort of tried horses, and he wins at... Riverina, how did that? How did that win at Riverina feel? Your first one, mate. Yeah, it was pretty, very exciting. Um, and I had one that I wasn't officially the trainer. Yeah, I was still getting my license. I can't. Footlock. I can't research Foot. those things, though, can I? No, exactly. But um, <laughs> and it's not in my name, so it doesn't matter. Let's let's. <laughs> but it does for me. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. he won at Goulburn. I bought him off the same guy of Charging Bull. So um, but obviously to officially, yeah, have that first winner there off a trial horse, she was very. Very unique little mare, um, six turn seven, so she had a a lot of quirks to be honest. So it took us a little bit of time to work her out, but um, yeah, no, it was yeah, you're pretty much like a football team. You're pretty proud when they run up to their best, and um, mm. you know, it's, a, it's an achievement to, to be able to get them to do that. Is driving what you really want to be doing? It doesn't quite seem. You don't seem to put yourself on your own horses too <laughs> much, but Michael Hawke gives you a go. Yeah, Hawkey gave me a couple of goes. He told me he was going to give me my first winner, but he put me on his second stringers, and they all drew outside front row. So I think he was, he made that up. But um, no, I, I think it's like anything. If you're not doing it every day, you know, it's like yeah. football and the professionals are not. You, you're kidding yourself. You think you're going to be better than those that are doing it day in day out. But it's a challenge, you know. And they're saying, you know, stepping away from footy. If I can't have a driver or get a driver, and I'll drive and. 
obviously in trials, um, getting the feel of your horse and doing what you need. But um, no, I'll, I'll keep working at the driving, but I'm not kidding myself. Um, you know, I'm starting from a long way back, but um, it's a challenge, which is sort of something that I, that's why I got my driver's license as well to take that up. But certainly young Harry Ross drives me a bit and he had four winners last night at Bathurst. So there's some good young drivers getting around and I'm pretty much like a football coach, happy to give the young blokes a go. So whereabouts exactly are you based, mate? Is it halfway between Albury and Wagga in the middle of nowhere? No, it's based, well, Canberra's pretty much the middle of nowhere, let's be honest. But <laughs> um, And I'm not from Canberra. It's, it's a nice place, but um, yeah, no, in Canberra. So I'm based in Canberra. In Canberra? We train at the back of the, um, well, near the Gallops track, but yeah, right in sort of the central Canberra. Strange as it comes up that you're in a place called Mitchell or something. Is that yeah, which is just a suburb, yeah, suburb of Canberra. So, um, ah, okay. yeah, we travel everywhere obviously because Wagga's you know only two and a half yeah. hours, and um, yeah, you pretty much got to, as you you know, if you've got a horse, you've got to travel if you, you know, find the right race for them, right class, etc. That's half the battle. Uh, one off the text, mate. Grant from Queensland wants to know if you're going to be wearing a singlet to have the pipes out tonight. <laughs> uh, I knew there was this stitch up coming, but yeah, no. <laughs> he's a good fellow, that Grant from Queensland. He's, <laughs> he went pretty good at the Inadom as well. He hasn't uh. stopped talking about it, posting everywhere. But um, no, oh, it is 30 there today, so there's a chance it will come out, darling. Yeah, there's a chance <laughs> it will come out, Grant. <laughs> did he tell you that he sent that to me? No, he, did, he sent me a text saying that he was... He, he might have had a word to you, but I didn't know what it was going to be about. I was, it was wasn't ready. He calls me uh, Lumbo Pocket Watch because of the because I'm a bit grey on top, mate. Which isn't isn't <laughs> kind, is it? He's a stirrer. He's he definitely a stirrer, Grant. What about in all seriousness, though? Like it, you sound like you're pretty good mates with Grant, but following him through that into Dominion and watching what he's done is that a little bit inspiring? Oh, it definitely is, and hmm. you know. Um, he does a great job with his team and puts a lot of time and effort in. But, um, yeah, it does. And I think, you know, we all are realists. You know, you're going to be very lucky to get a horse at the top level. You know, yeah. there's only a small percentage to do. But it does give you does give that little bit of hope when you see people, um, you know, that are not necessarily, as you mentioned at the start, the, the bigger names in the sport, um, yeah. you know, getting to those places. So, yeah, it does for sure. Now, Charging Bull tonight, uh, tell us a bit about him. He's drawn gate five. You just spear across to the front and keep improving. <laughs> Sounds good in theory. Sounds <laughs> yeah, good yeah. We won't, um, we probably, plan A won't be to go back, I'll tell you that. He's, he's gone back the last two starts because of the barrier. Yeah, he's had no lucky um, draws. No, and he's he's gone like his sectionals, obviously. Like a coach, you know, you can lose and still play well. Yeah. He's pretty much the same as training. He's um, a horse. He's gone really good his last half in his last two starts and made up, you know, enormous ground from a long way back. Um, taking a bit of time to work him out. Um, he was out for a long time when I got him, so it's taken a you know slow slow build up and yeah, still working him out to be honest in terms of what what gear suits him. But like I said, his last two starts have been you know really good in terms of sectionals home. So yeah, we'll um, plan A. We'll push forward if 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 it looks like it's the spot there, and um, we didn't go all that way to go back to last and run run a nice fourth. Uh, Billy, thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, have you got a nickname? Did they give you a nickname at footy? 
Not one that I can say on air, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, is that no. the horse connection, is it? They called you horse. <laughs> no, jeez, no, no, no. no. Right. You can't say that, can you? I don't, no you one, you no, just no. did. No one didn't know what that means. <laughs> Billy, mate, I, I, I was looking forward to this chat for about uh, 24 hours and, and it's lived up to it, mate. Best of luck tonight at Shepparton and I think everyone listening will be cheering you on and uh, hoping you get a winner and we look forward to seeing that name up in, up in lights in the future. Yeah, no, good on you. I really appreciate it and it's, you know, a great part of the word down in Shepparton, Country Vic, so looking forward to going down there. But, yeah, um, wish you to run well. Thanks a lot. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, Billy. There is Billy Neely, and uh, yeah, what chat? What a great chat, isn't it? Love it. Yeah, love it. That's what harness racing and racing is all about, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. You yeah. can just, as I said off the top, you can just have a crack at it and fill the void that that footy void that once it's finished, it is something that you can have a, a crack yeah. at. Let's get a eleven uh, thirty news away. We'll come back the other side. Quick reset before we get Bruce Hargraves on to chat about Wedderburn Trotting Club.